It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Damn.
Good evening, everyone. It is 6.44 p.m. Eastern Time, and welcome to, of course, a later, a, of course, a late edition, of course, of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is episode 366 of, of course, also a 2022 WCWUS Hall of Fame inductee, WCWUS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, as, of course, today... Uh, our normal routine will change just a little bitty bit here, folks, as I will be, of course, bringing you your, I will bring, of course, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, we will follow up here with, of course, a few pieces of wrestling news and also maybe some pop culture news, of course, here as well, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. If you do wish, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, uh, if you do wish, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, take part in, uh, in on, tonight, on, on tonight's uh, late edition here, please feel free to give us a call. The phone number is always 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-POUND, and press that one if you wish to chime in on everything that we do bring here to you here today. It is, like I said, 6.46 p.m. Of course, it's a Saturday, July 8, 2023. Good to have you here, of course, here with us. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a very, of course, a very uh, happy moment here, of course, here for yours truly here today. As good old Mr. WCWS is turning, just has turned 45 years old today. And I do, of course, uh, thank you very much, of course, for all the uh, birthday wishes, of course, here as well that I have received, of course, through social media, uh, <clears throat> and of course, may, may, of course, like I said, God bless everyone, uh, not just for that purpose, but also, of course, uh, for everyone, of course, here, who, of course, who are, who, uh, who, of course, take part in our shows, and also, of course, to those who do listen, of course, here as a, as a endeavor, and of course, in a lot of their own personal endeavors of course here as well i do wish you of course here the very very best indeed with that being said ladies and gentlemen let's not waste any time here let's go ahead and get right into it on 366 of power hour as first off we'll start with your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here for today and we do have your wrestling up right here of course ladies and gentlemen <coughs> we will of course repeat the same thing of course this coming monday afternoon on WCWUS Raw Radio, 138-744-POUND, around the 3 o'clock hour, so be sure to listen in on that. But, of course, for now, today, on this date in 1985, the first ever King of the Ring took place at the Sullivan Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. In front of 23,000 fans, Don Morocco defeated the Iron Sheik in the final of the tournament to be crowned King of the Ring. On his date in 1996, in the opening match of WCW Monday Nitro at the Disney MGM Studios in Orlando, Rey Mysterio defeated Dean Malenko to become the WCW Cruiserweight Champion. On his day in 2002, on the weekly episode of Raw in Philadelphia, Kevin Nash tore his quad in a 10-person tag team match in his first match back since sustaining a torn bicep earlier in the year. Also on the show, Jeff Hardy defeated William Regal to win the European title, and what has gone down in wrestling history as one of the worst matches in WWE history, Bradshaw and Trish Stratus defeated Christopher Nowinski and Jackie Gata 
in a mixed tag team match. On a date in 2005 at the IWA Mid-South uh, NWA No Limits Muscatine Show in Iowa, Ryan Boz defeated Abyss and Tyler Black. Of course, we know Tyler Black now is Seth Rollins. In a three-way tables, ladders, and chairs match to win the NWA Iowa Heavyweight title. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, of course, that has been well documented. The man we now know as Seth Rollins that was known as Tyler Black he is originally from Iowa. He is from, I believe, Davenport, Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. A couple of moments here from this date in 2006. First off, CZW's A Prelude to Violence took place in Philadelphia. In the opening match of the show, Sexy Eddie became the new CZW Junior Heavyweight Champion after beating Niles Young. Also on the same day, Day 5 of New Japan's Circuit 06 Turbulence was held at Twin Masei Shizuoka in Shizuoka, Japan. In the main event of the show, Gedo and Jado defeated El Samurai and Rasuki Taguchi to take the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. On the stage in 2008, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title changed hands at New Japan's New Japan Trill in Tokyo, where Tiger Mask 4 def defeated Prince Devitt. Of course, you know Prince Devitt, we now know as Finn Balor. On the stage in 2012, TNA's Destination X was held at the Impact Zone in Orlando in front of 1,200 fans. The X-Vision title tournament was won by Zima Ion after he outlasted Mason Andrews, Kenny King, and Sanjay Dutt in an Ultimate X match to become the new champion. And in the main event, Austin Aries defeated Bobby Roode to win the TNA World Heavyweight belt after cashing in his X-Vision title to gain the title shot. On this day in 2013, the Wyatt family, who was Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan, made their WWE main roster debut by attacking Kane on Monday Night Raw. Two moments here from 2015 at the weekly Ohio Valley Wrestling TV taping in Louisville, Kentucky. Adam Wilde and Robbie Walker defeated Big John and Eric, and Eric Locker to become the OVW Southern Tag Team Champions. On the same day in the main event of CZW uh, Dojo Wars in Blackwood, New Jersey. Excuse me, Joe Gacy defeated Frankie Picard to take the CZW Wired TV title. And, of course, last four moments, ladies and gentlemen, took place on the same day here in 2017. Number one, Shimmer Volume 93 was held at the Eagles Club in Berwyn, Illinois. Shazza McKenzie became the new heart of Shimmer champion after defeating Nicole Savoy. Number two, in the main event of CZW Evolution, held at the Flyer Skate Zone in Voorhees, New Jersey, Shane Strickland outlasted Davey Richards, Joe Gacy, and Leo Rush in a four-way match to become the ZZ, Z, CZW Championship Defy 8XGP World Champion. Uh, moment number three on this day at Chikara, the Lodger in Gibsonville, North Carolina, Solo Darling and Travis Huckabee won the Chikara Campeonados, the Parejas titles, and a best out of two out, a best two out of three falls match against Cornelius Crumbles and Sonny Defarge, but then lost him to El Hijo del Ice Cream and Ice Cream Jr., also in a best two out of three falls match. And, of course, number four, Anthony Henry and James Drake won the Evolve Tag Team titles at Evolve number 88 in Charlotte, North Carolina, when they beat Chris Dickinson and Jocka. And we do have, of course, four birthdays here, of course, here to bring you here as well. 
Uh, today, of course, is the 21st birthday of Joe Nelson, otherwise known as Kid Lycos num number two. Today also is the uh, 33rd birthday of Imperium member Marcel Barthel. Also, ladies and gentlemen, today we want to wish a very happy uh, 42nd birthday to Luke Hawks. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy uh, 43rd birthday today to Japanese superstar Hikaru Sado. So, ladies and gentlemen, good old Mr. WCWUS is in great company here as far as wrestling here is concerned. So, so, and we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, repeat this this coming Monday on WCWS Raw Radio. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you your pop culture history and birthdays here today. And keep in mind here, folks, that we will present this in the same fashion that we present, that we... Uh, That we, of course, presented that we pre, we presented in the same fashion that we bring it here to you every single Wednesday evening on WCWS Outside the Ropes. On the state in 1099, during the First Crusade, 15,000 starving Christian soldiers march in religious procession around Jerusalem as its Muslim defenders look on. On the state in 1497, Portuguese navigator Vasco da Gama departs on his first voyage will become the first European to reach India by sea. On the state in 1777, independent Vermont introduces a new constitution prohibiting slavery. On the state in 1800, Dr. Benjamin Waterhouse gives the first cowpox vaccination in the United States to his son to prevent smallpox. On the state in 1853, Commodore Matthew C. Perry sails his frigate to Susquehanna into Tokyo Bay, opening Japan to Western influence and trade. On the day, 1948 is the five. It would be the 500th anniversary of the Russian Orthodox Orthodox Church. <coughs> excuse me, and it is celebrated in Moscow. On the day, 1949, South Africa's prohibition of mixed marriages act commences, prohibiting marriage of a, or a sexual relationship between white, between Caucasian people and people of other races. Today in movie, movies and television history on the state in 2010, the movie Inception, directed by Christopher Nolan and starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, would premiere in London. Today in music history on the state in 1996, British group girls group The Spice Girls released their debut single called Wannabe in the UK. And today in sports history on the state in 1995, during the Wilmington women's tennis, German superstar Steffi Graf de defeats... Uh, Aranxia Sanchez Vicaro of Spain, 4-6, and 7-5 for her sixth Wilmington title. On a state in 1874, the Mounties, the North, or of course, otherwise known as the Northwest Mounted Police, begin their march west from Port Dufferin. Some other birthdays to bring you, ladies and gentlemen. John Pemberton was born on the state in 1831. He would pass away in 1888. Ferdinand von Zeppelin, which I'm pretty certain that the Zeppelin as in the, uh, as in as in the, of course the, uh, the uh, I think I think it's the same thing as what uh, what what the Hindenburg was. I think is what it, I believe uh, was born on the state in 1838. He would pass away in 1917. John D. Rockefeller was born on the state in 1839. He would pass away in 1937. Uh, music legend Louis Jordan was born on the state in 1908. He would pass away in 1975. 
Nelson Rockefeller, who I believe was involved in one of the presidential administrations as well, um, was born on this date in 1908. He would pass away in 1979. And Walter Kerr, I believe, was a, I believe he was an actor, uh, mostly on the Broadway stage. He may have been also on television and maybe in the movies as well. Was born on the state in 1913. He would pass away in 1996. Some other birthdays to bring you today, ladies and gentlemen. Legendary actress Angelica Houston, they turned 72. Country music superstar Toby Keith turned 62. And Todd Martin turns 53. On the state in 1913. Alfred Carlton Gilbert's patent for the Erector set is issued. It becomes one of the most popular toys of all time. Some famous weddings to bring you on the state in 1290. Princess Margaret, who was 15 at the time, who was the daughter of Edward I of England, marries Duke Robert John II, who was 14 at the time, at, West, at Westminster Abbey in London. On the state in 1551, William I, Prince of Orange, who was 18 at the time, would marry Dutch noble and heiress Countess Anna Van Egmont, who was 18 at the time, and they would be, stay married until her passing in 1558. So she only lived to be at least 24, 25 years old. And on the state in 1800, British politician and future prime minister of the UK, George Canning, who was 30 at the time, would marry Scottish heiress jo jo Joan Scott, who was around 24-ish at the time, at St. George's Angelican Church and Hanover Square in London, and they would stay married until his passing in 1827. So they would stay married for at least 27, close to 27 years until he passed on. Uh, some passings on, on this date in history. Christian Huggins uh, passed away on this date in 1695. Legendary actress Vivian Lee, of course, best known as Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind, passed away on this date in 1967. Kim Tu Sung passed away on the state in 1994. Uh, former First Lady Betty Ford passed away on the state in 2011. Legendary actor Ernest Borgnine passed away on the state in 2012. And Prime, Prime, former and Prime Minister of Japan Shinzo Abe, I believe, was sadly assassinated just last year, would pass away on this date. I guess we said just last year in 2022. Uh, on this day in 1838, ladies and gentlemen, through peace and war, the sky was the limit for Zeppelin airships named after their German inventor. Of course, sadly, until the Hindenburg disaster put an end to the dream. Now, your movies and television history, of course, here for today. I want to say, 1954, KMOX, now known as KMOV TV Channel 4 in St. Louis, Missouri. CBS affiliate would have its first broadcast. I want to say, in 1982, the 15th San Diego Comic Con International would open at the Hotel San Diego. I want to say, in 2005, the Marvel superhero film, The Fantastic Four, which starred Ione Griffith, as I believe he was Mr. Fantastic. Jessica Alba was the Invisible Woman. Chris Evans, of course, we would later know as Captain America. He was the Human Torch in this. And Michael Chiklis from the TV show The Commish, he played the thing in this, would officially premiere. And on the state 2010s, we said before, the movie Inception, which was directed by Christopher Nolan and starred Leonardo DiCaprio and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, would premiere in London. 
some birthdays here, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, Walter Kerr was born on the state in 1913. He would pass away in 1996. Uh, Rune Arledge, ladies and gentlemen, was born on the state in 1931. He would pass away in 2002. Uh, actress Angel Angelica Houston today turns 72, and Toby Keith turns 62. And, of course, two passings, Vivian Lee would pass away in 1967, and Ernest Bordnine would pass away in 2012. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some uh, some uh, some weddings and movies and television. On this date here, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, 1830, French magician Jean-Eugène Robert, who was 24 at the time, would marry Parisian watchmaker's daughter, Josephine Cecile Huden, who was around 18 or 19 at the time. They both take on the hyphenated Robert Houdin surname, Robert Houdin sur surname, yes. On, say, 1942, uh, actor Cary Grant, best known for the TV, for the movie His Girl Friday, among many other great movies, uh, who was 38 at the time, would marry heiress and socialite Barbara Hutton, who was 29 at the time. It was a second marriage and her third, but they would divorce three years later in 1945. I want to say 1989, actor Brian Cranston, of course, we, we would know him now for Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle, but he was 33 at the time of this, it was in 1989, would marry his second wife, actress Robin Dearden, who was 35 at the time. I want to say 1991, uh, legendary actor and comedian Red Fox, who was 68 at the time, of course, best known for Sanford and Son, would marry his fourth wife, Korea. Uh, Korean Kai Ho Cho at the Little Church of the West in Las Vegas until sadly he passed away three months later. So so at least they got to spend, of course, a little bit of time, ladies and gentlemen, before unfortunately they uh unfortunately he passed on. And on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2006, uh Jillian Barbary, of course, the co-host of Good Day LA, who was 39 at the time would marry her second husband after Grant Reynolds in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles. However, they would divorce eight years later in 2014. Now, of course, let's go to your music history and birthdays here, folks. Now your music history and birthdays right here on the state in 1946. The tidbits of 1946 would open at the Plymouth Theater in New York City for eight performances. On the state, and now this one may be like a sports moment here, but we'll go ahead and mention it too, but we'll just go and let you know ahead of time. That on the state in 1949, Monty Irvin and Hank Thompson, the, the first African-American players for the New York Giants, would have a 4-3 loss to the Brooklyn Dodgers at Ebbets Field. On, say, 1982, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers would open at Alvin Theater in New York City for five performances. On, say, 1988, Rockers and Brothers Chico and Robert DeBarge were indicted on drug trafficking charges. On the same day, Stevie Wonder announces he will run for mayor of Detroit in 1992. He Unfortunately, he does not follow through with it. And, of course, on this day in 1996, the Spice Girls released their debut single called Wannabe in the U.K. And some birthdays, as we said, Louis, Louis Jordan was born on this day in 1908. He would pass away in 1975. And Toby Keith today turns 62. Some passings that took place here in the world of music. 
On a day in 1681, ladies and gentlemen, George Newmark, a German composer and poet, would pass away at the age of 60. On a day in 1726, Antonio Maria Bononici, an Italian cellist and composer, would pass away at the age of 49. On a day in 1876, Josef de Sauer, a composer of Austrian descent, would pass away at the age of 78. On a day in 1885, Henry Wallaput, a composer and conductor of Flemish descent, who did Blessing of Arms, would pass away at the age of 39. And I'll say in 1894, Vladimir Nikitsch Kasparov, a composer of Russian descent, would pass away at the age of 67. Two weddings. I want to say in 1979, rock singer Marianne Faithful, who was 32 at the time, would marry her second husband, punk rocker Ben Briefly. They would divorce seven years later in 1986. And I want to say in 2013, model Amber Rose, who was 29 at the time, would marry rapper Wiz Khalifa, who was 25 at the time, in Pittsburgh. Uh, they would divorce three years later in 2016. Now let's go to your uh, sports history and birthdays, of course, right here. Uh, excuse me for just one second, ladies and gentlemen. A notification says popped up. Let me go ahead and check this, please. Just one second. Alexa, notification. One new notification from Amazon. On Sunday, there's a chance of rain near you in Trinity, starting around 1 p.m. and continuing intermittently until around 9 p.m. Thank you very much. And now your sports history and birthdays on two moments here in 1889. First off, John L. Sullivan successfully defends his last, last officially sanctioned bare knuckle world heavyweight prize fighting title. Jake Kilran's trainer throws in the towel after 75. One minute rounds. It was near Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Also, the same day, Wimbledon men's tennis as William Renshaw would win his seventh Wimbledon singles title as he beats his twin brother Ernest, 6'4, 6'1, 6'3, 6, 6, 6, 0. I would say in 1898, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Red Donahue no hits the Boston Beat Eaters 5 0 at the Baker Bowl. On a state in 1902, Baltimore manager John McGraw is accused by American League President Van Johnson of trying to wreck the Orioles and Washington Senators, negotiates his release from the Orioles, having already signed with the New York Giants. Two moments here in 1905, of course, both of them involve Wimbledon's tennis, first off in the men's. Hometown favorite Lawrence Doherty wins his fourth consecutive Wimbledon singles title as he beats Norman Brooks of Australia, 8-6, 6-2, 6-4. And the women's tennis, May Sutton becomes the first American player to win the singles belt at Wimbledon as she beats Dorothea Chambers 6-3-6-4. On the state in 1909, the first pro baseball game, which was a minor league game, was played under the lights. And on the state in 1911, Wimbledon men's tennis as Anthony Wilden of New Zealand would win second of four consecutive Wimbledon singles titles, beating Herbert, Herbert Roper Barrett 6-4-4-6-2-6-6-2. Uh, two birthdays, of course. Rune Arledge, ladies and gentlemen, was born on the state in 1930. I think he was a sports announcer. was born on the state in 1931. He would pass away in 2002. And Todd Martin today turns 53. And some passings in the world of sports, folks. Two right here in 1948. On this day, first off, Dave Norse, a cricket all-rounder of South African descent. He would have 45 tests and won 100. 41 wickets for Natal, Transvaal, and the Western Province. He would pass away at the age of 69. 
Also the same day, George uh, Maynard, a wrestler, of course, uh, of American descent, won the Olympic gold flyweight in 1904 and the bantamweight in 1908, would pass away at the age of 66. Two moment, two passings for here in 1973. First off, Harry F. V. Edward, a 100-meter, 200-meter runner of British descent who won the Olympic bronze in 1920, would pass away at the age of 75. And also Wilfred Rhodes, a cricketer of English descent who had 4,187 first-class wickets, which was the most ever, would pass away at the age of 95. And I'll state in 1986, Skeeter Webb, a base, baseball player, uh, this Mr. Uh, Mr. Webb was born on this was born in 1909, which would mean he would probably would have been around when he passed. He probably would have been about 76, and depending upon, of course, if his birthday had already passed, whatever he would have been, possibly around 76 or 77 years old. And some weddings right here, 1968, uh, baseball player, legendary baseball player Reggie Jackson, who was 22 at the time, would marry his co college sweetheart, Jenny Campos. They would divorce five years later in 1973. I'll say 1977, NFL coach Mike Ditka, who was 37 at the time, would marry his second wife, Diana Tranum, in Dallas County, Texas. And on the state in 2000, Olympic figure skater Christy Gamaguchi, who was 28 at the time, would marry Carolina Hurricanes hockey player Brett Hiddekin, who was 29 at the time, at the Maui, at the Mauna Lani Resort in Kona, Hawaii. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with some of that here, of course, today. And like I said, I'll be, like I said, uh, just like we do every single, um, just like we do every single Monday, ladies and gentlemen, I will be bringing you, uh, of course, uh, today's, also tomorrow's, and Monday's uh, wrestling history, of course, on Raw Radio, and also JD will be bringing you, of course, the pop culture side of it. Um, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, this coming Monday, of course, uh, as we get closer to episode number 400, of course, 138744-pound around the 3 o'clock hour this coming Monday afternoon. 1605-562-0444, caller ID, uh, 141364-pound. This is episode 366 of WCWS Power Hour. This is kind of a late edition right here at 7, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, July 8th, 2023. Uh, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here, ladies and gentlemen. The rest of our panel, way too tough to handle, taking it easy. After was a what was after what was a very uh, a very eventful, of course, week here uh, in the world of wrestling. Of course, obviously stemming from what happened last Saturday in London at Money in the Bank. Um, of course, a lot of surprises did take place. Of course, including what happened. Um, Monday Night Raw, and also what happened last night on SmackDown, of course, obviously. Uh, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, on Monday Night Raw, of course, the big thing was was that there was a World Heavyweight Championship match, of course, between, uh, be, between of course, uh, the champ, uh, Seth Rollins and, of course, Dominic Mysterio. And during all this, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Damian Priest was lurking around here with the possibility that 
he may cash in his money in the bank briefcase that he won last week. And just when he was about it, ready to do it, ladies and gentlemen, of course, apparently somebody was kind of completely over, was completely still upset after what happened during his title loss on Saturday. And that was obviously fellow Judgment Day member Finn Balor. And obviously, of course, there was an argument that ensued, of course, between uh, Balor and Priest and all that. And when, of course, with obviously that, be, that of course, uh, Seth Rollins took advantage of the situation by obviously, of course, taking down uh, Dominant Mysterio, of course, here and leaving, of course, before, uh, uh, of course, dur during, of course, taking taking advantage, as we said, of the melee, of course, right here. Uh, so, so, <clears throat> so obviously, of course, uh, we don't know, of course, what's going to be, of course, the. Uh, the future situation, of course, obviously regarding the regarding this. I mean, I don't know if Ben Balor is going to have another opportunity at this, or of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, if in fact, uh, or or in fact, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, if in fact, of course, uh, uh, Damian Priest is going to probably could cash in that in, of course, obviously at any time. So we'll have to wait and see, of course, of all that. Of course, the announcement was made, of course, on Raw that, of course, that a tribal court was going to be held uh, on SmackDown last night, of course, involving the this time that the one being put on trial was the so-called tribal chief himself, the current uh, universal, universal heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. And, of course, obviously, you saw what we heard about what happened there. And, of course, obviously, a lot really did ensue here. Uh, and, of course, like I said, with both Usos going into the, going to the, uh, going to, a, a, we thought we both, both, we thought both had gone to the hospital. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think it was Jay Uso that obviously made his return back. And it seems, ladies and gentlemen, that we could possibly see a match, of course, for that that Universal Heavyweight title. As, of course, it's becoming going to probably be a lot more than for the title. It's probably going to be kind of a personal nature. You know, I don't know if it's going to be at SummerSlam. It has not yet been confirmed. But, of course, anything is, of course, possible between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Um, and, of course, obviously, Roman did escape by the skin of his teeth last night again. However, of course, Jey Uso uh, was left with Solo Sequoia, which, of course, he was obviously able to, of course, take Solo down uh, in the process here. But so that way, Roman used that as a way to, of course, kind of escape being attacked, of course, again by Jey Uso. So, but a lot of other moments, ladies and gentlemen, of course, obviously, with Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, uh, obviously winning the women's tag team titles, of course, we saw... We saw what happened, ladies and gentlemen, of course, when Shayna Baszler turned her back on Ronda Rousey and gave, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan the opportunity to, of course, uh, to to become the new women's tag team champions. And obviously, of course, also we saw on Raw that uh, obviously that's, that was that did, of course, uh, ensue uh, as, uh, as Shayna Baszler apparently, ladies and gentlemen, did. Somehow, of course, obviously, is taking down Ronda Rousey, which, of course, obviously could lead to a potential feud and a potential match. Uh, 
it could lead to a potential match at SummerSlam. Of course, we have it here in the backstory, of course, obviously to this, that Ronda Rousey may be on her way out of WWE. Of course, we are still, of course, monitoring all this and checking all this out. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, obviously keep advantage of all this, and we will, of course, keep you informed of that situation. Uh, obviously, AEW, of course, it, it was uh, uh, um, obviously, of course, AEW Dynamite, of course, was kind of peaked a little bit, of course, uh, throughout all this, of course, here as well, even after the uh, the moments that took place, of course, at Forbidden Door back on June 25th. But still, obviously, of course, they still delivered, of course, some very unique action here, of course, here indeed. Also, ladies and gentlemen, definitely keep in mind that uh, Impact didn't announce it, not tonight, but I do believe next Saturday the 15th is when they're going to have their anniversary event. I will go ahead and point out, ladies and gentlemen, that I will be doing a prediction title challenge for anniversary unless there's any other events that does pop up between now and the 15th, which I have not heard of any. Uh, with that being said here, folks, uh, we will, of course, obviously, uh, we will, uh, we will, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, keep you apprised, of course, of that, uh, of all that, and get those matches posted. So everybody can go ahead and start voting for those. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we, we were able to, of course, right before Revolution went on the air last night, we were able to determine, ladies and gentlemen, that overall between of course, the uh, spectacular six-way that we had uh, back, of course, between May and the beginning of June, and also, of course, with Forbidden Door and Money in the Bank here just recently, that after after all the, of course, tallies was added up, that, ladies and gentlemen, somehow, once again, the King Club, Mint Patel, was able to, of course, uh, pull, off, pull off the win here, um, in this title challenge, of course, but keep in mind that we had already said that from the spectacular six-way, ladies and gentlemen, that 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 a match, of course, obviously between Mitt and JD, of course, with Mitt's WCWS World Heavyweight Championship, is of course uh, is already, of course, been etched in stone. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> we will we will. Of course, I assume we'll be posting that match here, of course, here very, very soon. And also, of course, keep in mind from when we did the Heavenly King of the Ring tournament, of course, keep in mind that the special battle royal that involved, of course, everyone that took part, that it is, came down, of course, obviously, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, with the winner getting an opportunity to, of course, uh, compete for any WCWS Trivia Championship Series uh, uh, match of their or belt of their choice. Uh, so, with that being said, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, be posting those. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, the belts that stem that are stemming from, of course, uh, from <clears throat> from, of course, the um, the uh, title challenges here. Everyone that was involved in that. Including, ladies and gentlemen, please keep in mind here as well that these four individuals I did mention, who was Mitt, JD, Michelle, and John, will also be taking part in other trivia championship series matches since they were, even though some may not have been directly involved with uh, 
one of the title challenges, but they may have been involved, of course, obviously, with the other. I will go ahead and point out here, for the record here, that they will be involved in other matches, of course, here as well. So we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they will, of course, will be keeping for other championship opportunities, of course, here as well. Um, and, of course, some of the belts that will be involved, of course, will, will still involve, of course, all the from all the events, of course, that we've had, of course, from the Spectacular Six-Way and, of course, these two events here, which, of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, uh, uh, we will, of course, look at the number of people here, of course, again. And keep in mind that belts, of course, obviously, obviously from Impact U.S., AEWS, NWA US, uh, also NXT US. <sighs> uh, there may be more than one of, of some of these belts, of course, that may be involved here, and some of them mostly will be involving those who, of course, are automatically, um, who are, or of course, will be actual title matches against the actual champion. So, with that, with that being said, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. We will, of course, keep you, of course, all apprised of that. So, with that being said, here, folks, let's go ahead and check in right fast with a couple of uh, with a couple of quick um, uh, um, let's go ahead and check, of course, any wrestling news that has popped up, of course, courtesy of our friends at Four Eleven Mania. Keep in mind that the radio network, as always, thanks our friends at Four uh, Eleven Mania for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to <clears throat> in addition, right here on Power Hour, also of course, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, <clears throat> uh, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, of course, WCWS this morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate. Uh, and also, of course, on the sports machine. And keep in mind, <clears throat> keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that we are still working on trying. To, we have been, of course, have something in the works here to try to get one or two more, one or two of our uh, our legendary shows, of course, up and going here again. And we hope to, of course, have that up and going here very, very soon. So we'll, of course, keep you apprised of all that as soon. As um, as soon as we, of course, like I said, have more information on that, let's go ahead. We got a few interesting stories here. Let's go ahead. First off, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as we head in towards uh, tonight's uh, AW Collision, as apparently Willow Nightingale is injured, and her match against Athena has been pulled from tonight's episode of Collision. Now, post on Twitter, AEW CEO Tony Khan announced that Willow Nightingale was injured as a result of Owen Hart Cup semifinal match between her and Athena for tonight's Collision was postponed. It will happen on next week's episode of Rampage. Instead, if Willow can get cleared by then. He did write this, on, I believe, on his, uh, Twitter, on his Twitter account. Due to injury suffered this week in Japan, at Willow Wrestles isn't cleared to compete tonight on hashtag AW Collision in the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament semifinal. The semifinal match will be rescheduled to Friday night at hashtag AW Rampage to give her an opportunity to get cleared. 
There's no word on what match, if any, will take its place tonight. And, of course, you can check that tweet out on Tony Khan's uh, Twitter handle, which is at, of course, at Tony Khan. Joseph Lee posted this story right here, folks, as Ricochet reacts to Logan Paul's claim that he ruined money in the bank for him. Earlier this week, Logan Paul said on his podcast that Ricochet was unprofessional and blew the money in the bank ladder match for him. This happened after the two fell off the ropes through a table at the event and then had a brawl backstage. Paul said, I gotta be honest, he blew the effing match for me. That's why we got into it backstage. I got into a little tussle with him and I felt like he was a little unprofessional. In a post on Twitter, Ricochet reacted to the quote. He said, well, at least now he, he knows how we all felt when he was added to the match. So you can check that tweet out that, of course, Ricochet posted today on his Twitter handle, which is at King Ricochet. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be continuing a now looks like a Twitter war between Ricochet and Logan Paul, of course, over what happened last Saturday. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight. As Tony Khan says, he is trying to convince Chris Hero to wrestle for AEW. As previously reported, Chris Hero has been working backstage at recent AEW events in a producer role. In response to fans on Twitter, Tony Khan said he was working on trying to convince Hero to wrestle for the company. He wrote, I'm chipping away at him. I can't say for sure if I'll ever get him, but I'll keep chipping away at him on a weekly basis, and hopefully someday he'll crack. Either way, I love working with him. And, of course, you can check out those tweets also on Tony Khan's Twitter handle if you wish to, of course. Uh, take a look at that. Joseph Lee posted this story here with some WWE news as Braun Strowman sings at Summerfest and also on location taking reservations for WrestleMania 40 and also a recruit session planned for SummerSlam. Braun Strowman went on stage at a Zach Bryan concert at Summerfest in Milwaukee where he added vocals for the song Revival. Of course, you can check this tweet out on at Wrestling News CO if you want to read a little bit more about that. On location is currently accepted reservations of WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia next year. There's a link to it right here on this page if you wish to, of course, check it out. Just go to onlocationexp.com. Of course, you will be able to find it there. And also, PW Insider reports that WWE is planning to hold training sessions and recruiting events during SummerSlam week in Detroit. So, we'll possibly see some, maybe some potential future superstars, of course, uh, maybe emerge out of this. So we'll have to wait and see how all that does turn out. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Grayson Waller comments on sharing the ring with both John Cena and Edge. It's been a big week for Grayson Waller, who shared the, 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 the WWE ring with both John Cena and Edge, wrestling, of course, Edge on SmackDown last night. While neither, inter, neither interaction went well for him, he spoke in a digital exclusive about how his future was bright. He said, I guess you could say this was a pretty crazy week for Grayson Waller, a week ago, I had Global Megastar Logan Paul on my show. Then I'm in the O2 Arena, sold out with John Cena. Then I cap it off with my debut on the main roster. 
on SmackDown at Wrestle Hall of Famer Edge. For any other wrestler that they could retire happy, this is as good as it he as it feels. How is Grayson Waller feeling right now? I'm feeling pretty darn bad because whether or not I hung with Edge, it doesn't matter because I just lost. That's okay because what was what was that he said to me? He said sink or swim. Well, I'm pretty darn sure Grayson Waller just swam, and this is the beginning. Of course, we do have. We do, of course, have that. Epi- we do have, of course, that clip. Of course, of Grayson Waller, of course, uh, talks talk, talks about that uh, moment right there, and we'll post that in the video vault, ladies and gentlemen. So if I can go back and, obviously, of course, uh, go back and, of course, uh, take a look at that, that moment. Our next story, of course, right here. Joseph Lee posted this tonight. As former WWE wrestler is working as a producer in Major League Wrestling. PW Insider reports that former WWE wrestler Ricardo Rodriguez, now using the name Jesus Rodriguez, is now in Major League Wrestling as a wrestler and a producer. He will appear at tonight's MLW Never Say Never event in Philadelphia. The event streams on ITE Plus and will be followed by a Fusion TV taping. Rodriguez will work the TV taping as he teams with the FBI against Microman in, in the main event. Rodriguez has experience as a producer as he would lead and produce the pre-event tryout segments in WWE. So we look forward to, of course, seeing how he does, of course, in Major League Wrestling. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as, as there was a note on plans for for a title belt Sam Punk hinted at on the debut on the on the collision debut. When Sam Punk made his AW return at the debut collision, he had a red bag with him and hinted that the championship he never lost is inside of it. The item has been referenced by Jay White as well, but it has been confirmed as a title people can compete for. Earlier today, Andrade Ali Dolo hinted that is, that is exactly what could happen. He wrote, "I respect all the talent of all the A of all the AEW brands." <clears throat> I remember if they respect me, they will always receive my respect because they all work hard to earn a place. I am AEW Collision. I love the locker room. We have only three weeks on television. We have achieved in three weeks with other brands that have in four or less years. I love wrestling like all of you, and the more competition we have, all this is better for the company, but I would love that the people who were in charge of preparing the first AW Collision show in Chicago, those people are in charge of doing all the shows week after week. We have a lot of top talent you will never imagine. Andrade, The Idol versus Samoa Joe, CM Punk, FT. FTR, Miro Day, Scorpion, The Bullet, Ricky Starks, Hobbs, and more talent that I could forget. Thunder Rosa's comeback would be great. Imagine her beating up Julia Hart and getting my mask back and maybe having our own championship that CM Punk never lost. Papa Slate reports that the plans for the title bag were pitched before the show even aired. It remains to be seen what happens with Punk's little red bag. Of course, you could check out the tweet from Andrade here at Andrade Ali Dolo as he says we are hashtag AW Collision every Saturday at AEW, at AEW on TV, at AEW Live, hashtag Andrade, hashtag Ali Dolo, hashtag the real Latino man, 
You can, of course, check out, of course, a website and a picture, of course, on that tweet if you wish to, of course, check that out. Human there, folks. Uh, let's see. Our next story right here, folks. Joseph Lee has this story as we have some WWE NXT live event results from Largo as a, as a six-man tag team match does headline the show. WWE held a live event for their NXT brand last night at the Largo Event Center in Largo, Florida. Here, of course, are the results via uh, Wrestling Body Slam. The Hale with Duke Hudson in her corner did defeat Lola Vice. Chase Yu, who was Andre Chase and Duke Hudson, defeated Kale Dixon and Luca Crucifino. Ulysses Leon defeated Stevie Turner. Hank Walker and Tank Ledger defeated Anton, Anton Frazier and Bryson Montana. Blair Davenport defeated Gigi Dolan. Dijak defeated Scripps. Damon Kemp and Tavon Heights defeated Eddie Thorpe and Tiller Hare. The NXT women's title is Tiffany Stratton did defeat Kelani Jordan to retain. And also the trip the six-man tag Axiom, Carmelo Hayes, and Wesley defeated Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, and Oro Mensa, who had Jakara Jackson in their corner. And of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out the uh um tweets right here, including of course I like one from Axiom that said tonight was special hashtag NXT Largo. So you can check out, of course, some of those tweets that are posted on this page. Our next story, of course, right here. Joseph Lee posted this story tonight as there, as there is a note on an L.A. Night segment filled exclusively for WWE Digital. L.A. Night was not on last night's episode of SmackDown, but it had nothing to do with the timing issues. Instead, he appeared in a dark segment, segment with Hit Row. Five Slate reports that this was always the plan for him, as was WWE releasing the segment to social media. Of course, right, you can check it out through WWE's web, uh, Twitter account right here. You won the LA Knight, you got LA Knight at Real LA Knight, and there's a picture, of course, right there. You can check out that tweet uh, on, um, on, of course, courtesy of WWE. Our next story here, folks, Joseph Lee posted this story tonight. As WWE was reportedly returning to Saudi Arabia in November, Russell Namus reports that WWE is set to return to Saudi Arabia for a premium live event on November the fourth. It is unknown whether the show will be in Riyadh or Jeddah. The last event in the country now a champions took place in Jeddah. WWE has yet to confirm the report of other than 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic. They have had two shows a year in the country. 
So we'll keep you apprised about that once we hear more about the um, about that situation. Jeffrey Harris posted this story uh, right here, ladies and gentlemen, as we have a backstage injury update on our truth. PW Insider reports that injured WWE superstar R-Truth was seen in Birmingham, Alabama earlier this week. As previously noted, R-Truth has, has been out with an injury since November of last year after suffering an injured tendon during his match against Racing Waller on NXT, which later required surgery. PW Insider reports that R-Truth was likely in Birmingham to get checked out for potentially returning to the ring. His, rep- his return was reportedly delayed over an infection that also required surgery a few months ago. So we'll keep you apprised, ladies and gentlemen, once we hear more about, of course, our truth status. And we can't wait to see him back and hopefully back in the ring here very, very soon. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight. As Dylan Dennis was seen backstage at SmackDown, also shares a photo with Triple H and also some video highlights from last night's SmackDown. Former Bellator MMA fighter Dylan Dennis was backstage at SmackDown last night in New York City at MSG. He also shared a photo of himself and, with himself and Triple H right in the caption, Negotiations. That photo, of course, is right here on his Twitter handle, which is at Dylan Dennis, if you wish to, of course, check that out. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some videos, of course, pertaining We do have, of course, like I said, some uh, some clips here from last night's SmackDown. Of course, number one about LA Knight taking on Hit Row, the Hit Row group by himself. Of course, relieving the Bloodline Civil War tag match at Money in the Bank. Also, Roman Reigns remains tribal chief after, of course, after what we assumed at the time he destroyed the Usos. Uh, the U.S. title match between Austin Theory and Sheamus. We did hear that Austin Theory did retain that belt. Of course, Edge also posted saying that he would not allow any disrespect at all from Grayson Waller. Of course, is when he was a guest on Grayson Waller's show. Also, another match between, of course, AJ Styles and Karrion Cross. And then we heard that AJ Styles pulled off the victory here. EO Sky nearly did cash in after an intense melee. Um... Uh, Obviously, of course, it did not probably happen at all. Apparently, Charlotte still is still, of course, intended on trying to get 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 possibly the next first crack at the belt against Oscar at some point. But we'll have to continue watching that, of course, here and see. Uh, also, of course, the match here between Edge and Grayson Waller. We did hear, of course, obviously Edge did, of course, win. This was Grayson Waller's debut match on SmackDown, but Edge, I think, did pull off the win. Also, Styles and uh, Meechan, of course, you know, Mia Yim, of course, do anticipate more battles against Karrion Cross and Scarlett Boudreaux. We'll definitely be seeing, hopefully, see seeing some of that. And as we said, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Uso returned to SmackDown, or obviously, to confront Roman Reigns. And, of course, as we did say, that Roman did, of course, get out of there unscathed, but unfortunately, of course, you cannot say the same thing about Solo Sequoia. And also, obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the situation, of course, obviously, uh, um, 
that apparently due to this situation that happened with the tribal court, Jey Uso, of course, obviously is has obviously, of course, put challenge out to Roman Reigns for that bet for his title. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, be seeing what all will develop, of course, here with that. Speaking of Solo Sequoia, Jeffrey Harris posted this story tonight as he shares a message on headlining Money in the Bank. WWE superstar Solo Sequoia posted a message on his Facebook account earlier today reflecting on his main event match teaming with Roman Reigns against the Usos last weekend at Money in the Bank in London. Sequoia got to work the match against his older brother, Jimmy J. Uso, and his cousin, Undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Of course, here is his message, of course, right here uh, from... Uh, uh, from his Facebook account right here. We'll just go and read read some of this right here. Finally has some time to digest everything that happened last Saturday in London at hashtag MITV. This will be a moment I will always cherish and remember forever. To be in the ring of three of the very best in the business and better things we did it against each other as family. I learned from all three of them since I started on the main and have taken every advice they have given me to be in this position. I have traveled the world with them and have invented every pay-per-view with them and last Saturday we made History this night and may have ended against each other. So many emotions before and after, but I'm very thankful and happy I got to do it with family. This was my WrestleMania moment I will never forget. WWE Money in the Bank 2023, of course, live in London, England, was the highest grossing event of all WWE history. This was courtesy of Russell Ops. Usos, of course, as you know, did win did win the match against Reigns and Sequoia, with Jey Uso scoring the pinfall on Reigns. It was Reigns' first pinfall loss in 1,000 294 days. And you can check out the post from Solo Sequoia, whose real name is Sepa Fatu. You can, of course, come on. You can, of course, go to his Facebook account, of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, and read what he had and read, and read of course, what he had to say there. Of course, we may not like the man and all that, but it doesn't mean, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do not respect his do not, of course, respect his abilities in the ring. Jimmy Thomas posted this story last night as Jey Uso takes out Solo Sequoia. And as we said, it does issue a challenge to Roman on SmackDown. Jey Uso got some revenge on Solo Sequoia and Roman Reigns attacking them and challenging Reigns on this edition of SmackDown. As reported, Reigns and Sequoia wiped out the Usos to open the show in the Tribal Court segment, and Jimmy Uso was stretchered out. Later in the show, Paul Heyman told Reigns that Jay was back and looking for Reigns, which prompted the Tribal Chief to come to the ring with Solo and Heyman. After Reigns told the crowd to acknowledge him, Jay came out of the crowd and attacked Sequoia. Then grabbed the chair. He came to the ring and walloped Reigns with the chair, causing the Universal Champion to flee. Jay then, then obliterated Sequoia with multiple chair shots before issuing a challenge to Reigns. Reigns did not respond to the challenge before the show closed. This tweet posted courtesy of the WWE on Fox uh, Twitter account at WWE on Fox. Will at WWE Roman Reigns accept J at WWE Usos challenge hashtag SmackDown. So we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be monitoring that very, very closely. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there. Of course, on that note, we want to thank you very much for listening here tonight to episode number 300. 
and 66 of WWS Power Hour. Uh, keep in mind, of course, tomorrow morning between 7 and 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 805-8613-POUND will be our episode of WCWS this morning. As, of course, I will be bringing you, of course, tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We will run down, of course, what we'll be talking about in the radio network this coming week. And also some other wrestling news, of course, here as well. Uh, <clears throat> so be sure to join us, of course, for WCWS this morning, of course, tomorrow morning between the 7 and 8 a.m. hour, uh, 805-8613-POUND. So be sure to, of course, be sure to, of course, uh, if you're up and about it, if you wish to, of course, have a couple moments before you head in for, of course, obviously your uh, uh, church services and everything and all and all other uh, wonderful stuff, of course, on a Sunday morning. Be sure to, of course, check, check it, check that out. Check us out, of course, here as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, continue to check out Judge, the Godfather of Souls, Justin Lewis Fleming's, the Godfather of Souls, Justin Lewis Fleming's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report on all of our pages of course on facebook including wcws fan empire wcws entertainment cavalcade and wcws sports roundup uh, <clears throat> and of course we got those on there for you of course go back and read it anytime that you wish um <clears throat> make sure to check out everything else we've got posted on all of our other pages of course including the video vault as well as our wrestling and pop culture tribute groups. And of course, there's so many more great stuff. Be sure to check out everything we've got in WCWS, of course, both on Facebook and also past episodes of the radio network on TalkShoe.com. So for the entire WCWS uh, radio network family and staff, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening here, of course, tonight. And we'll be back tomorrow morning with WCWS this morning. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, of course, please take care. Please stay safe out there in whatever, of course, you do. Um, um, of course, of course, let's continue to pray for all those going through a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, big time uh, situations. Of course, here all over our country and all over our world. And let's, of course, let them know that the good Lord, of course, is always there by their side, and they are they will never ever, of course, be alone at all whatsoever. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, thank you very much for listening once again. Thank you very much for the for the uh, for the birthday wishes here today. I do greatly appreciate that, and we hope to, of course, continue, of course, a very successful, very successful, of course, uh, uh, some very successful moments here in WCWS. Be sure to check out everything that we've got. Uh, uh, so be sure to, of course, <clears throat> so until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care. Please stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, of course, here as well. And please, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, please stay, try to stay as cool and dry as you possibly can with a lot of places, of course, separate everything from intense heat, big time, uh, rain and thunder rain and other of course thunderstorm activity all around so be definitely be careful out there of course as far as any outdoor activities of course as well so until then of course ladies and gentlemen since 2015 your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between 
This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Take care and stay safe, folks, and have yourself a terrific weekend. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk at you tomorrow morning. Have a great evening there, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.